Learning that from the Tassamidala for picking up at the bottom of Lamid Chasamid Bays, we said that Rabbi Yechanan ate a uh, salted olive and he made a bracha before and after. So Amr Le Rabbi Yermi Rabbi Zeira, Rabbi Yechanan Hechim Vavarichazais Munia. How did Rabbi Yechanan make a bracha achraina after eating one salted olive? Kavim the Shakil Garina because once you remove the pit, obviously he didn't eat the pit. So when he removed it and he ate the olive minus the bit botzer shira, so the shira is missing. He's missing the shira of a kezayis. He needed a kezayis to make a bracha chayna, and if he ate an actual zayis minus the pit, so he's missing the shira. Amrlei, so Rebizayus the back to Rebiyim Yomisavres kezayis gadolvinen. Do you think that you need a big kezayis? In other words, the shira of kezayis that you have to eat to make a bracha chayna. Do you think it needs to be a big zayis? No. You need an average olive size. And that olive that they brought before it was a big one. And it was so big, even though they removed the pit, it remained with the shear of an average olive. The Talik says in the Mishnah that the Zayas that they said that you have to eat that amount in order to be or to be every mitzvah or whatever, like Katan. Well, like olive, it's not an especially small olive, nor is it an especially large olive. Elevating the, it's an average one. Vzeu aguri, and that's also called aguri. And what does that mean? Vam Rabbi Yavo lo aguri shmo. It's not really called aguri. Ela avruti shmo. It's called avruti. Vam Rabbi Yavo says samrusi shmo. It's called samrusi. Vlamo liker shmo. I agree. Why is it called aguri if really it's if it's really avruti or samrusi? Why do they call it aguri? Aguri means extorted. So it indicates that the oil is stored inside. Rashi explains that it means that the oil is almost ready to come out. It's not like uh, an apple or a strawberry or a berry where you have to really squeeze it to get the juice to separate it. It's more ready to uh, come out, more similar to a grape. Anyway, so we said on Lama Chasmet Beis, when you cook vegetables, there's machlaikas if you have to uh, make a shahakal or if you have to make adama. Name a ketanai. So the Gemara says, should we say that that machlekes amirim is really a machlekes tanai? Tano trei talmidi. There was two talmidim that we asked we made bar kapara sitting before bar kapara. A view lefanav kruv and dramaskis lepargis, and he brought before him or before all of them kruv, which is like a cabbage. Dramaskis is some kind of uh, Rashi says cooked vegetable. Upargios and pargiot, which is uh, sometimes it's Cornish ten. Basically, a kind of meat, chicken. Nasan bar kapara rishus lechem and levarich. So bar kapara gave permission, meaning he was mechabed one of the talmidim to be mevarich. Kafa to bireich ala pargios. So he jumped and he made the bracha on the uh, pargios on the on the meat. Legally, balavchaveyo. So then his friend he laughed at him in, in in mockery. In other words, he made a mistake. And then kars bar kapara. And then bar kapara became upset. And Omar and he said, I'm not angry at the one who made the bracha on the pargies. I'm upset at the one who's making fun of him. If your friend is like somebody who never tasted the taste of meat in his life, meaning he's so excited to have meat, to have these pargiot, that he wants to eat it. And Rashi says, therefore, it's chaviv. And when something is chaviv, so that's a reason to make a bracha on it first. Yeah. So what are you uh, mocking him for? So first he said he has a problem with the person who uh, who's laughing. 
And then Chazir, and then he went and he said, I'm not laughing at the one who's who's mocking. I'm angry at the one who made the bracha on the uh, on the the, 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 the meat, the parget, without asking me first. And he said, there's no chachma here, meaning if I'm not considered a chacham, zikna, any kind doesn't mean there's also no age here, meaning I'm an old man and I'll covered for a zakin, at least he should have consulted with me and asked me what to do. So anyway, there's a machlekes over here, whether they should have made a bracha on the pargyot, which is a shahakal, or on the cooked vegetables, which would be hadama. Anyway, the hand of the Brasha says, neither of them lived out their year because Rabbi Kiyah became upset with them. So they, uh, from the Shemayim, they took it out of them. They were punished. But there's a machlekes. So what's the machlekes? Is it not that this is what they're arguing about, what we said on Lamech HaSemar Beis? The one who made the bracha on the Pargyot, Savar, he held Shlakais to Pargyot, Shahakal, and both the Shlakais, the cooked vegetables, as well as the Pargyot, are both Shahakal. He'll go Chavimbad, if therefore, since they're both the same Bracha, so it's better to make the Bracha, and what's Chavim, what's dearer to you. And since he hadn't had, you know, the chicken or he wanted to have it, so he made the Bracha on that. Umalaglik Savar, and the Malaglik, the one who made fun of him, he felt that Shlakais were be Adama, Shlakais should have been Adama, Pargyot is that Shakal, the Amidvaro. And here, therefore, a parody better make the bracha on the pre. In other words, if you have a choice to make a bracha, or shahakal, you make a bracha first. So, they're arguing about whether you make a bracha, shahakal, or bracha. The says, no, you don't have to say that. It could be that they both agree that both on shahakal and paragis make a shahakal. Here, they're arguing about the svar that we just said. One of them held. You make a bracha on what's chavim, what's dearer to you. So you want the pargit first, you make a bracha on that, and that's what he did. Umar Savar, the other one who was mulagli, he held kruv adif. Kruv is objectively better, designed because it fills the person up. In other words, it has a better maila than pargit in that it's designed that it feeds the person, and therefore it's preferable, and there's another reason to give it kadima when it comes to making brachas. Amr Bizer Bizer said over, when we were learning by Yerfuna, Amrlan, he would tell us, these uh, heads of turnips, Parminu, if you cut them up, so Parimura, if you cut them into large pieces, they maintain their bracha of Parimura, Parimura, you cut them into really small pieces, then Rashi says, you sort of have uh, you've ruined them, and the bracha becomes Shachal That's what we used to say in the base Madras, Shavarhuna, when we came to learn by Rabbi Yudha, Amrahi, both of them, Parimura, they're always very piyadama. Vayde barminu and the reason why he cut them up even more, it's not a uh, something inferior. It's to make it sweeter. It's an improvement. You cut them small, and then they actually taste more sweet. So if anything is an improvement, and the bracha would remain very piyadama. Amr when we were learning by Kahana, he told us tavshil the silka the tavshil, you know, a dish like a soup in which you cook selak beets where you don't put in there a lot of flour. Apparently they would make a dish with beets and a little bit of flour. Since there's not so much flour, you make very But when you make a dish with turnips, there you put a lot of flour in. More flour apparently than the dish with the beets. So there you make very So that's what Ravashi said. And then he said, both of them are very even the turnip tavshil, even though there's more flour, and now what you put in more flour, it's it's just 
for sticking. In other words, you just want things to stick together a little bit to give it some stop it in the substance. You're not actually interested in eating the uh, flour, the mezainas, and therefore it's bottle and you make the bracha of the uh, of the soup of the vegetables. A dish that you make with turnips, it's yafel alev, it's good for healthy for the heart, but it's good for the eyes, certainly for the intestines, for the digestive system. That's when it sits on the fire, and it makes a sound like teich teich. In other words, it, uh, it sits and uh, simmers for a while. Amrav Papa Pshitali, your Papa said, it's Pasha to me that Maya the Soka, the water in which you cook, beats Kesoka, it's like Salak, and you make on that soup, Baripyadama. Umayi the Lifta, and the water in which you cook turnip, Kilifta, it's like the Lapis, and you make the Baripyadama. Umayi the Kulushalk, and the water of all the different vegetables that you cook up, Kulushalk is like all the vegetables that you cook up, and you make Kadama in the soup. But by Rafapa, by Rafapa did have a shaila, Maya the Shifta, Maya. What's the din of water in which you cook Shifta? Shifta is uh, dill. So, Maya. So, what's the bracha there? What's the shaila? The metuke time Are you doing it to sweeten the flavor, meaning you're putting in the dill to give flavor to the water? Or are they doing it to remove the zuama, the, the dirt? And they're just essentially sort of drawing out some impurities in the water, and therefore you're not going to make a bracha on it. The water is going to be a regular shahakal, or it's there to give flavor to the water, and therefore it's going to be like the water in which you cook the beets and the turnips, and it's going to be paripyadama. Tashma. It says, the Mishnah says regarding chuma, so shaves, so it's, again, it's dill, it's like a leaf, but it has flavor in it. So it could be considered chuma, but Mishnah in the as soon as it gives its flavor into the kadera, it's sort of spent, it has no more flavor in it. So there's no more din of chuma on it. It's no longer considered a food. It loses it loses the status of food. But from here you learn that you learn from here that what do they do it for? Why do they put it in to give flavor? That's why it says here that it has it in a food until the flavor comes out of it. It gives its flavor into the soup. The main thing, the main intention is that it should give flavor into the soup because if that wouldn't be the point, then it shouldn't be considered like a food and have the kedusha have chuma. Past sumuma bakara. Past literally means like hard toasted dried bread. So toast that you have in a bowl. So what's the bracha? And Tesla uh, explains that we're talking here where there's an option of making a bracha on a shalim. And he's saying that you make a bracha on that over the shalim, over the whole loaf. So this is not like The bracha has to end. On the past, meaning to say, when you make a bracha, you need to make a bracha as you're breaking the uh, the piece of bread. So this piece of toast, it's already uh, just a slice. So you can't be mekayim that then, and you should therefore make a bracha rather on something shalim, something whole, that as you end up making the bracha, you will uh, you'll break it before you end the bracha, and you make the bracha just on a broken piece. Now, it sounds like you break the piece before you end the bracha. Maski so not Rav asks, Maishnat Sunuma What's the reason why you shouldn't make the bracha on the piece of toast? Because when you complete the bracha, you're completing the bracha on a piece, on a slice of bread, and you want to rather complete the bracha on something shalim. Well, Allah passed on me, but when you do it on bread, the way you're suggesting that the bracha has to finish when you are slicing the bread, so when you finish the bracha, you're finishing the bracha on a prusa. 
after you've already broken it. Meaning, Rava takes issue with uh, what uh, Rabbi Chia said that you'll make the bracha after you've already broken the bread. Because then, what's the difference making the bracha on toast or on bread? That's shalom to start with. If you're only going to complete the bracha after you've broken the bread. So rather, El rather, first make the bracha while the bread is still shalim. And only afterwards you break the bread.